Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wondery Way to Brilliant, podcast show of Courage to be Curious. We are on the final Niyama, which is principles of yoga that are related to how we know and understand ourselves, how we you know, show up in the world in the fullest expression of ourselves. And the final of the Niyamas is surrender. Although we've traversed many challenging paths with many of the Yamas and Niyamas and things that they ask of us, you know, I, I sit with curiosity about surrender as the final one, right? And why surrender, Ishwara Pranidhana, is the last one of all of the yamas and the niyamas, these principles for living according to the path of yoga. And it makes sense to me that even with everything else we're practicing and how to live by the guideposts of truth and of purity and of nonviolence and of self-reflection and all of these things, self-study, all of these things that we do, that in the end, perhaps the biggest task for all of us or the biggest um, way that we're called forward is in this concept of surrender. That can we surrender and let go to the moment? Could we trust in this idea that somehow life knows better what to do than we do? And I have this little. I know this little phrase or verse that has been sitting up on one of my boards that is like a vision board to me. And it says how a flower knows how to bloom and the river knows how to flow. And the idea that no one ever had to teach the tree how to grow. No one ever had to teach the flower how to blossom and flower. No one ever had to teach the river how to flow. They just happen and they know. And is there a reason to think that we, as a creation of nature, a creation of God, whatever you happen to believe, that unlike all other things in nature, that we were not also endowed with a natural design that knows, that we know how to be fully expressed in the world? And if we didn't have all kinds of interferences, if we didn't allow our heads to interfere and other people and our comparative natures and all those things, you know, would the unfolding emerge exactly as it needed to? And that this is really the call of surrender. And I think that, you know, what's the reason that surrender is so difficult? Well, when the river is flowing and we're in our flow and everything is going good, as we've talked about, it's easier to surrender to that because everything is going, you know, to a way that feels pleasing to us. And as we've been talking about this month, that what's more challenging is to surrender when things feel more challenging. And I just want to, on this point, sort of talk about, well, the flower knows how to bloom and it produces this very beautiful blossom and that's great and the river is running downstream and it's flowing and it's beautiful and that's great. What happens when there's a forest fire, right, or an earthquake? And in a fire, things are scorched to, a gra to the ground, like an entire field or maybe even houses or, you know, entire acres of 
um, plants and trees and things like that, and even animal life are scorched to the ground. Our judging mind tells us that there's something bad about that. It tells us that that destruction is a bad thing. And yet we can see evidence and evidence many times over of sometimes things need to fall in order to be reborn or rebirthed or given new life. And it's amazing to me because even after a forest fire or something that scorches all life to the ground, it's not long after where seeds reroot and suddenly things are brought back to life. It's a Disney movie or a Disney creation, but also I think so illustrative of this point is I love the scene in The Lion King after Scar has killed or arranged for the killing of Mustafa and all of the Pride Lands have been devastated by the hyenas, you know, killing everything and taking everything down. But as soon as um, Simba comes back and the Pride Lands are restored, that it happens very quickly in the movie. We know over time it would take a lot longer, but where things are restored in a stronger way. So this notion of surrender calls upon us to traverse these times of challenge with a different kind of heart and a different kind of mind. And something that Deborah Dell talks about in the book that I think is really important to talk about here is that whatever life puts in front of us at any given moment, that our job is to receive it, receive whatever the moment is there with an open heart and to learn to dance with it skillfully. And so what is that skillful means? When things are going good, right? You know, when things are in the flow or as we say, producing results that seem favorable to us, those skillful means are to meet it with gratitude and humility. That can we stay out of the ego space of thinking, oh, lucky me, or oh, look what I did, or oh, yes, everything's going like great for me, and be in this place where now we take the beautiful unfolding of the universe that happens to be unfolding in a way that's to our pleasing and move into an ego space, or can we remain in a space of gratitude and humility as our skillful means of dancing with that present moment? And certainly as we're coming to up on the Thanksgiving holiday, it's uh, good to be thinking in that direction, and I want to come back to that in a moment. So what is the skillful means when things are not going our way? What is the skillful means when we look at things that are unfolding and they hit us with what feels like emotional challenge, spiritual challenge, maybe physical challenge? What is the skillful means? So if we are to open our hearts to that moment, what does it mean? And so I'd like to propose that the skillful means is, you know, how do we approach those difficult moments or those moments that we perceive as difficult, you know, with creativity and perhaps some ingenuity? That can we see them not as what's happening to us and being done to us, making us out to be the victim? but to see them as their own form of opportunity, their own form of opportunity either for creation and creativity or growth and development. So 
So maybe I should reframe that, that the skillful means is creativity and, you know, the willingness to grow and to be grown by these events. And surrender really meaning that regardless of whether the moment's events, the moment's events at work, at home, in a friendship, in the larger political sphere of our, of our world or our country or our neighborhood, regardless of what that moment presents itself with, do we have the willingness to meet it if it doesn't meet our favor with a sense of creativity and a sense of, you know, willing to open to the opportunity for growth? that can come from here. Because certainly it is from the most challenging of times and circumstances that some of the greatest ingenuity and innovation and progress has stemmed forward. It almost makes us wonder why we have such a negative uh, aversion to the challenge when it's from the very challenges that typically we get some of the greatest beauty. So, these are the things that, you know, as we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and we tend to think of Thanksgiving around things like, you know, what am I thankful for? You know, I'm thankful for the blessings in my life, and I'm thankful for good health, or I'm thankful to have my family around, or I'm thankful for, you know, maybe the job I have, or all kinds of things. When we go to gratitude around Thanksgiving, we tend to open easily to an expression of gratitude for those things that are pleasing to us, where they feel positive and they feel like they bring ease to us. I wonder on this Thanksgiving, what it would feel like for us to give thanks, express gratitude for those things that perhaps have been challenging for us. Maybe it's been an illness of our, or an injury of ours or somebody that we care about. And even in that space of illness or injury, what have been the blessings that have come forward? Or maybe it's in a political environment, or maybe it's even of the suffering of other people. Maybe there are things happening and there are people are suffering. And the blessings that are happening are that other people are rising in their defense that maybe would have been complacent or non-observant in the past. So, in every place of hardship, what are the things that we can be grateful for? And I get curious about what would happen if over time we approached the things that feel challenging to us with the same dedication of gratitude as we approach the things that feel good. I wonder what that would mean for us over time. I wonder what that would mean to the overall quality of our lives. And I particularly wonder in what ways that might reduce the overall amount of suffering that we experience. Suffering, as I've come to think of it, is when things don't meet our expectations, and yet we continue to hold the expectations exactly where they were. So I want somebody to behave or respond a certain way. I want circumstances to align themselves a particular way, and they don't. That's the cause of our suffering. And in a place where what we can do is approach those moments with a sense of gratitude and a surrender to them, what would that mean for the overall amount of suffering we might experience?
in our lives. So as you head into this week before Thanksgiving, this is my invitation. My invitation is to get curious about what it would mean to meet the unfolding of every single moment for exactly what it was. To approach every moment, whether it felt comfortable or not, with the skillful means appropriate to that moment. Gratitude and humility or, create, or creativity and a willingness to be grown through it. And to just pay attention to what happens when we allow space for that in our lives. And perhaps take an extra moment this holiday to be grateful, to express gratitude for something that feels challenging and see where that may lead. So blessings to you for a holiday and whatever moments that holiday brings. And the blessing is for the skillfulness to meet those moments with humility, gratitude, creativity, and a willingness to be grown. Happy holidays.